Welcome to Strong Runner Chick Radio, a leading online community where our goal is to educate, empower, and connect female distance runners across the world. We believe in healthy running, fueling, and embracing our strength as female distance runners inside and out. Through interviews with top professional, collegiate, and master's level runners, leading dietitians, coaches, sports psychologists, and runners of all shapes and sizes, we hope to spread the message that there is no one-size-fits-all approach to distance running. Now, let's get to the show. Hey, Strong Runner Chicks. Welcome back to another episode of SRC Radio. Today I have on Bree Sullivan, who is the founder of Wild Women Running. Um, she's known as Bree with a View on Instagram. And she is someone we featured as a Strong Runner Chick of the Week. Um, so I'm really excited to chat with her and get to know her a bit more. And, um, you know, just talk about how she got into running and how she's built this awesome community of women that she seems to continue to be growing out in Arizona. So welcome to the show, Brie. Excited to have you on. Thank you so much. I've been looking forward to this for a while and love what you guys are doing and how you're connecting women and empowering them. So I'm really honored and excited to share and just be a part of everything that you guys are creating. Well, thank you. Yeah, we're we're so thrilled that I think maybe you had initially reached out to us, but since then we've been following along with you and just love everything that you're all about. And really the community that you're creating is incredible as well. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of excited to first dive into your background in running. I know you haven't always been a runner and you had even quoted that you avoided running at all costs when you were a gymnast growing up. So how did you end up getting uh, started in running? Yeah, that's the truth. Um, I, I grew up doing power sports. So gymnastics, I, I competed competitively for 10 years. And after I was like 14, I was really young, but once my joints kind of started to hurt, I, I kind of talked myself out of continuing on, which, you know, as you look back 2020, it's like, oh man, I, I probably should have worked harder, or like pushed a little harder and maybe found some new resources to keep going. But um, after that, I kind of like Goldilocks around with different sports and I tried like volleyball and I was like, oh no, I don't know if this is the right fit. And I went into track and did a season of track and just hated it. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> hated it. I didn't feel good. I was doing like 400 sprints and all this stuff and it just like didn't intrigue me at all. And so I think from my memories of that, I just had a bad taste in my mouth from school on. Um, I had aches and pains and stuff too that I just remember and was like, I don't want to feel that anymore. Um, so going into college, I mean, I got into a place where, you know, I was using running as maybe an unhealthy tool. So I was running, but it was to get a certain look or like I was trying to fit into a mold. It wasn't to feel good. It was to look a certain way or like reach a certain aesthetic. So for me, after even that point, I was like, well, this is an unhealthy thing. I don't want to continue to run because it's linked to this thing in my mind where I wasn't doing it to feel empowered or strong or confident. I was using it to be smaller and, and to almost 
not punish myself, but to counteract, you know, if I ate a pizza or something like that. So I was in a really unhealthy space with it in college. And so I think it built a fear for me to go back into it in, in any capacity after that. Um, so I moved out to Phoenix in 2013. I've been out here for seven years. Um, and I didn't start trail running until 2018. So I'm still really new to the sport and to running in general. Like I have no running composition. I, I will not do workouts unless I have a coach. I just, I'm so bad. I'm a bad runner, I guess. Um, but I was an avid hiker and I loved hiking and I loved exploring. And once I started getting outside more here, because I don't know if you've ever been to Phoenix, but we're really spoiled. We have trails everywhere, like all through the city, just all over the place. Um, and so once I started to get outside more, I really started to feel more like myself out here. And I felt more in tune and the, you know, the more you get outside and you're hiking, it's like, well, I wonder how much further I could go if I just ran a little bit, or if I just sped up my walking a little bit more, like how much further can I get? Um, and I was dating someone who was a trail runner at the time and he wouldn't slow down. So I had to, <laughs> I had to learn how to speed up to keep up with him. Um, and honestly, even when I started in 2018, I, I hated it. I was, I didn't have someone showing me the ropes or how to do it right, quote unquote. I, I would go out and try to sprint up a mountain. And I was like, how are, how are people doing this? Like, how can you even enjoy <laughs> yeah. this? I can't breathe. My lungs are on fire. You know, uh, running uphill, it's, it's impossible. Even now, like after actually running for a while, like I just look back at that time and laugh because you know, it's just the newbie error, I guess, of like having to learn the top, the hard way. Um, but what I realized soon enough was that it was giving me something more than just running. And I used it and I, I sought it out for completely different reasons and means than the way I did in college. So instead of wanting to like be small and fit into a cultural ideal of a body image, I was going out there and I was like, I want to feel strong. I want to be able to, to move my body and, and fuel it properly. And, and I want to take care of it because it's allowing me to do these amazing things. And um, it really shifted my perspective on, on the idea of running, on actually doing the act, the, the act of running. Um, I just feel like I get so much more out of it than I ever thought I would in my, in my past of just how much negativity I had surrounding it in my mind. Mm -hmm. I love hearing that like such a shift occurred in the way that you saw running. And I, it seems like taking that step back was really necessary, but coming back to it really helped you find your why. And as you wrote, it allowed you to sort of trust your body again and, you know, celebrate your body rather than tear it down. Yeah. Do you feel like that was Yeah, I had gone more of, Oh, sorry. You had gone through. No, no, you're okay. I I had gone through a pretty like I talk about it relatively openly on my blog and everything, but I had gone through a really traumatic experience and um I did stop trusting my body and I I didn't feel confident, I didn't feel secure. I 
was really scared and afraid to do things because I realized, you know, life is precious and we're fragile. Like we, we feel really strong, but we're not like, it's, it's very easy for us to get hurt and, um, for things to shift very quickly. And so as I was working through having PTSD and dealing with all of that, um, I started trail running, um, more, more, on my own terms, instead of just having a boyfriend who was doing it, I, I wanted to do it for myself. And that is whenever I, I really learned, oh, I, I am strong and I am confident and I can trust myself. And it's, it's giving me so much empowerment and confidence in myself and my body to be out here moving. And it's very healing to be outdoors when you're doing it. Like nature is so, so healing to anyone, no matter what the act is. But then when you pair it with running, it's so meditative to me, um, or it can be. So I preach it all the time of just like how powerful moving in the outdoors really is. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm really curious how you first got into wanting to share this with others, like other women and starting your community, Wild Women Running? Yeah, so I actually didn't. <laughs> I, was, I was going through a really difficult time and like my close friends knew about my PTSD and that I was feeling depressed and like all of these things had come after this accident and um, I felt very out of my element because that that wasn't something I had ever faced before. I had never felt like I'd never known anxiety like that to that extreme and, and to feel so like I would get panic attacks, like when I was running and I just felt really out of my element. And one of my good friends, like once I started running, she was like, you know what? I can see this change happening for you. And it's, and it's, it's healing you. It's helping you. And you look so happy, so much happier. And I can see this change and I think I, I want to come out with you and I want to, I want to try this thing that you're doing. And so, um, that was in April of 2018. It was a belated birthday run for her. I took her out and we just did a really casual run at really early in the morning, um, on a Thursday. And afterwards I had brought coffee and vegan donuts from Whole Foods just to celebrate her birthday. Nothing big. Um, but you know, you get out there and like your walls come down, you can talk to people, you're free to have communication while you're moving your body. And it's just such an easy way to let down your guard. And um, when we were done, we were just standing around talking, eating our donuts. And uh, we had shared it on social media, like us cheersing a boomerang of us cheersing our donuts. <laughs> and uh, she was like, you know, we should do this every Thursday. And I was like, this is a great idea. Like, yeah, I would love to do that. Like have a structured day where I get to spend time with you and, and catch up and, and do this thing. So, um, there were three of us that day. And then by the next Thursday, three other girls had reached out like, Hey, like, what is this? Can I come too? And I was like, I mean, sure. It's at the preserve five minutes from my door, my apartment. Uh -huh. And uh, we all met in the parking lot. And then the next week after that, there were, there were 12. And then the next week after that, there were, you know, 15. And um, within oh, a cool. few months, we had like yeah. filled, a, yeah, we had filled a group text on like, that's 20 women in a group text. And um, after that, it got to be too big because you can only fit 20 people in a group text. And 
I was like, okay, I guess we're, I guess we're going to make a Facebook group. And it really took off after that and became something, but I, I had no intention of, of like creating something or honestly, even like really sharing like how, like what I was going through and how healing it was for me. Like that had never really been the plan, but I also now realize how much of a need there has been for that and to have a space that while it's like the vehicle is running, it is also about self-care and healing and you can talk about things openly. And um, I think a lot of trail and ultra runners, especially females, we come into this wanting to, you know, either heal from something or overcome something or we're, we're, we're going into this to show ourselves what we're made of um, and see what we can do. And I think that is a really common thread of stories I hear from women is like, yeah, I've had this happen in my life or yeah, I'm kind of going through this thing. And um, the more vulnerability and the more open we can be about like sharing those conversations and building those connections, I think is super important. And so while it's a running community, it's not really. It's kind of like a therapeutic space that's like masked in running. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. It makes me want to yeah. move to Arizona so I can be a part of this. That's well, you so can join funny. the group. You can still be in the Facebook yeah. group if you want. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, do you think it will expand beyond Phoenix? Is that something or has it expanded beyond your Thursday run at all? Yes. And yes. Um, so I've had, I've had women in like other States, like I want to start a branch here. What would that look like? And then, um, we've also expanded just like beyond Thursdays, but I'll, I'll break that down. But, um, for me, I, I'm nervous to expand it because I feel like the, the overarching theme of it is so special and because it's not just a running group to me like for me when women show up or they are in the Facebook group I really want it to be more about the connecting beyond just like yeah we're going to go out for an hour and, and run a few miles together I'm like I really want to know your name and your story and like what are your goals what are your fears what's happening in your world um and we have like prompted questions every week where like I really try to um, build engagement and not just for the sake of it, but because they actually care to know people yeah. and like what's happening in their lives. Um, so I think that for me, it's like the idea of other branches opening up is how, how that stays true um, in other places with other people. And um, we did have one of our like original members, her name's Johanna, and she moved back to Michigan. And so she wanted to start a branch there. And I was like, yeah, you've been here. You, you know, you are, you are the entity of like what wild women is supposed to be. So I really trust her with that. And obviously she moved like in the winter back to Michigan with tons of snow. And then we got hit with COVID. Oh, <laughs> so like it hasn't yeah. really had the opportunity to blossom yet. But I know that that opportunity is there and there are other females who had been here and they've moved away and have talked and flirted with the idea where I'm like, yes, I could definitely see this happening. So I honestly, I'm, I want it to grow. I just want it to stay authentic to what it is too. And so 
I struggle with that. <laughs> I yeah. struggle with that a lot. And it's also the fear I have with the group getting too big, which I think a lot of communities are always like, yeah, we want it to grow and grow and grow. And I'm actually like, I don't know. I don't know if I really want it to be huge. That's why it's a private group on Facebook is so that it can stay, you know, safe, like a safe community where you can share and, and cultivate those conversations that if it was public, I don't know if it would happen, but also because I don't want it to get so muddled and so large that no one's actually communicating and participating either. So like a, it's, a it's a struggle yeah. I have all the time thinking about yeah. you know, yeah. forward, forward motion. It's like, obviously I want to inspire and, and bring this to other people if they want it. I mean, this, that's what it is. This whole thing started because other people wanted it. It wasn't me. Uh -huh. I was just the accidental facilitator of like, I, I know these trails, I guess I'll lead it. Yeah. That's no. still so cool uh, to me that you started that. And I mean, it's, you know, once it's small or, you know, while it's small, I think, um, I don't know, I, I feel like I'm in a different spot with SRC being so large and like wanting that mm -hmm. close knit community, right? And bringing mm -hmm. women together from all over the country and even the world is really, really cool. But having that like day to day, week to week, same women interacting is really special. So I feel like, you know, do that while you can kind of yeah it's been really cool to see like the friendships that form out of it too and like the connections that get made where I'm like whoa this is really like I love being the connector I don't necessarily I'm like I want other people to take part in this I want you to take like ownership lead do whatever I just love being able to say like hey this came out of this and that's so special to me like yeah. when people are able to make really close friendships and dynamics and then they go out and do crazy run adventures together or whatever that looks like. I, I just, I love that this community can, can bring people together that maybe wouldn't have met otherwise. Um, or they start to open up and share things that they're like, you know, I haven't really ever talked about this or I felt nervous to share this with other females because of my past experiences with friends that are girls. Um, I just really want to break the boundaries of, the idea that we can't be in community instead of like competition with one another because we have enough of that. We, need, we don't yeah. need that stereotype because like I, I've just seen so many amazing women just uplifting one another day after day after day. And that is what inspires me. I love it so much. And um, that's what I want to translate over to like other communities too. So I'm like, I struggle with, I'm like, yeah, I want to reach everybody everywhere. Uh -huh. Like, you know, women empowerment and women friendship and like uh -huh. communities, we all need it. <laughs> so so I, I go yeah. back and forth with that all the time, yeah. but here we have expanded. And so we do the Thursday runs. It's a little weird right now with COVID. Mm -hmm. We just started group runs back up. Um, okay. I was going to ask how you've adapted. Yeah, in yeah. normal life, we we would do Thursday runs, and like we have a trailhead that that's the that is the bread and butter run. We meet there every week, but then we started to incorporate in once a month at another trailhead because of girls that just live further away. Phoenix is like a really widespread city, um, so it was tough for those girls to get up at like 
4.15 in the morning to drive to do a 4.15 run. So yeah. um, we would do that. And we've done, you know, weekends camping together where we'll go up to, a, you know, a forested area like an hour and a half away. We'll camp and run and just like do really awesome, fun things together. Um, and that's obviously where I want things to continue to go when it's safe to do that. <laughs> I would love to continue to build out you know, we, we would do run, run brunch with like run in the middle is capitalized. So brunch, <laughs> um, but <laughs> yeah. we would do runs and then meet together at somebody's house and like have food and just talk and catch up. And, um, yeah, it's like, again, like running is a part of it, but the community aspect and the sharing and the conversation is more important and being able to have that time together. So ultimately someday I would like to do retreats and things like that. But right now it's just such a weird, it's such a weird time to know yeah. what's, what's good and what's safe and what's not. And yeah. Yeah. It is really tricky. And I know like everyone's comfort level is different too. So yeah. just something to keep in mind, but the good thing is you're based in Arizona. So at least it wouldn't be too much travel for, you know, different people to come most likely. Although I'm yeah. like, I would totally go, <laughs> you know, I would. Yeah. Wanna... Well, that's so fun. Too. I, yeah. mean, I, w I would totally host it in like a mid, a mid state too, like Utah or something like that where people from other states. Yeah. I mean, it's something, it's like a brainchild right now. Cause I can't really yeah. bring it to fruition. And, um, I guess this incorporates into like my, I just have such a passion for wanting to amplify other women who are also, inspiring and it you know empowering and they're doing their own thing so when I think about creating something beyond what's happening right now it's like how do I incorporate other women that I know that are doing amazing things that would also benefit these women in this community so you know like yoga instructors and I have a friend okay. who is like a running nutritionist and yeah so I always am trying to think of thinking of ideas of how to raise those women up and like give them more opportunity to reach more women because it's so yeah it's so inspiring to see other women with like these huge amazing gifts and I want to I want to put them on a platform too oh yeah that's so sweet of you that you want to <laughs> elevate other women too I think um that's just really really awesome and a good trait to have as you continue to build and grow and yeah, I'm definitely inspired by watching your community and seeing all the great things you're doing. And I did just notice, do you guys have a new website? Yes. Yeah, it's it's like fledgling, but I've been trying to lean into the idea of not doing things perfectly and just doing things and and getting it going. And then you can perfect as you go and along the way. And um, yeah, so I, I launched that like two days ago and it's it's a space where because I have my own blog and I would share a lot of stuff on there so for a while it was mostly my own words but I, I just don't I don't want it just to be me and um, I wanted to create a space where other women with like other perspectives other experiences other expertise could share their words and, and their expert opinions on things. So the first one that I promoted was one of the women in our group named Katie and she's a PT and she wanted to write about strength training for runners. And 
So I'm trying to open it up to so many communities, even just in Phoenix and beyond, just to like say, hey, are you interested in writing and sharing your voice? It doesn't really matter what the topic is because someone's going to relate to that. Yeah. Um, but wanting to like have a hub where women can go and, and find tons of information and content. And I obviously have ideas of where else I want that to go, but I just like, I just wanted to get it up and running. So at least it was starting somewhere because I've been sitting on it for a, a while, like a month and a half. It's just been sitting there and I'm like staring A month at and it. a half isn't too bad. I'm, I sit on some ideas for years, which is like well, too much. The, the, the idea of the website has been there since, like 2018, uh -huh. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. once I started building it, then I would just sit and look at it like, oh, are, do I do this? Like, <laughs> do I hit publish? actually yeah. make it real? I don't know, but yeah, uh, yeah. I, I just think it's more beneficial to have that hub and share a lot of voices that aren't just mine because that's not what I want. So <laughs> I'm excited to see, yeah. you know, the women that are interested in sharing their stories and, and what we can put out there and inspire other women with because mm -hmm. I, I feel so motivated and inspired by the stuff that people tell me. And I'm like, why, why won't you like, why can't I share this? I want other people to hear this too. So yeah. Yeah. I'm hopeful. <laughs> yes. I'm really excited for it. As I said, and um, I think too, with that, like, you know, as you continue to grow and expand, I mean this, a lot of this too is from sharing your own voice. So like not letting that, fall away either because I know you want to yeah. build up others but you know continuing to share your own story there's yeah. really power to that yeah, yeah I think I I think because this is something that I you know I it just happened organically and um I I really struggled with the idea of like the the term of like founder or leader because I was like, ah, oh, I don't like, I, I don't know if I identify as that because this wouldn't be a thing without all these other women. If they didn't want this and they weren't interested in it, this never would have happened. Um, but I'm trying to lean into that more and, and be okay with like saying like, okay, I'm building this and I'm creating it and I'm propelling it forward. And like, yes, these, these women are everything they are. They are the foundation of this community. And, um, they make it go and they, they make it what it is. Um, I'm trying to be comfortable with saying like, okay, I can make this something and, and, and call it my baby. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. And, and I think you play such a critical role too and building it and pushing it forward. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm curious if um, I'm, if I know you've been on a lot of trail adventures, but like, um, maybe any that stand out to you, you know, either with wild women running or just conquering new things that maybe you didn't think you could do through trail running. Man, I feel like I've had a lot of that. <laughs> um, yeah. with, with the community, with the support of the community. Um, the last race I did, I'm, I'm still, I'm still really new in ultra running too. Um, and the last official race that I did, like at a setting where there were lots of people, um, was Black Canyon. And that was a 60K. And the entire time, like the whole group came and were cheering at different checkpoints and they were at the finish line. And like that feeling of having that community, no matter what, is just so 
it just gives you this huge burst, burst of energy. And they were there through like the entire training process and people, you just have built in like, oh, you need long run buddies. Oh, you need somebody that wants to do this with you. It's just amazing. So that one always stands out in my mind because it was, it was my first 60K, but then like having them along the way, like doing, we, we always do like um, high five tunnels where you like cheer and you can run through the middle of them. So like they were waiting at different checkpoints doing that. And it's like, just such a special feeling to have that. Um, and I've run rim to rim in the Grand Canyon with girls that, you know, I've met through wild women running and been able to say like, Hey, this is a bucket list thing for me. Would you want to do it? And they'll be like, yeah, I want to do that. And it's, I think it's rare to, and maybe not as rare now that I'm finding out, but in my mind, I always thought it would be harder to find other women that wanted to go out and do these like really challenging, gritty, questionable type two fun days, you know? Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, I want to go do like all these ridge lines and, you know, uh-huh. you lots of cat claw and it sounds fun, right? And I just always felt like it would be tough to find other females that were into that and like got excited about it. Um, and through this community, I found so many other really, really badass women that are like oh yeah and then we'll go do this and then we'll go do this I'm like oh whoa okay <laughs> this is awesome. yeah yeah um, so, cool. so I honestly feel like uh they elevate me to mm-hmm. to push myself more and that's really cool um yeah yeah we've done a lot of really cool adventure days especially right now it's more adventure days than race days um which I'm okay with I think some people really love races and like that's what keeps them going and they love the structure of having something on the agenda to work towards in that way but I've always loved the idea of building up towards something that's maybe self-supported or being able just to show myself that I can go out and do things with without that environment um they're really fun races are super fun but I think there's a lot to be said for being able to like go out with your friends and do something epic. Um, But yeah, I, yeah, we've done several 14ers in Colorado together and it's really fun. (laughs) Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love Colorado too. Um, Any favorite trails in Arizona or maybe races there? Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, favorite trails so I guess I'll start more local um we have I mean I just said the Black Canyon race but the Black Canyon trail system is gorgeous it's absolutely beautiful it's like the views are insane because you start up a little higher so you're dropping down into the desert so you actually hit like that first like the cacti line when you're low enough to hit the desert and you see your first cacti Um, and then you like see the mountains off in the distance. It's, it's a really cool race. It's downhill. Um, so it's really runnable, which is nice. (laughs) Um, and that's like, that's a really fun trail system to just come and, and run on. Um, I'm biased because I also am obsessed with the Grand Canyon. So I'll always say my favorite trails are in the Grand Canyon because, there's nothing like it and it challenges you so much. I spent the last two weekends down there and had two very different weekends. <laughs> it, it humbles you when it needs to. Uh-huh. Um, 
Okay. Yeah. It, it, um, some days you feel really good and other days it just reminds you that you're human. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and there's a, there's a trail, the trail that wild women running starts from is five minutes from my house and it's in the Phoenix mountain preserve, but it's called trail 100 and it's 11 miles out, 11 miles back. So you have 22 miles of trail within the city, which is so cool to me. I, I just think that's really special. Um, and there's tons of trails that just branch off in there and stuff. So for me, when people are asking for areas to go, I'm like, that is one of the best places for variety of trail terrain, distances, anything. You can make it however much you want. One of my really good friends just did her first self-supported 50K in the Phoenix Mountain Preserve. Oh. And just like linked up a bunch of stuff. That's really yes. cool. Yeah. 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 There's, there are so many trails. I'm like, I could just go on and on and on about it. Um, and then races, my first race ever was Sky Peaks, which is in Flagstaff. Um, Flagstaff is one of our higher, um, elevation cities and has the highest mountain in Arizona. So you race, um, up in the peaks in the San Francisco peaks there. So my first race was a 25k and I had no idea. It was like 16 miles with 4,500 feet of gain in it. And I had no clue that I was going to be doing that much climbing or even like really what that was at the time. Um, but yeah, it's like sandwiched. You climb at the beginning and then you climb at the end. So it's, it's a tough little race and they have a 50K and a 50 mile of it too. Um, but it's absolutely beautiful. You're running around the base of the mountains in Flagstaff. You go through Aspen trees. I mean, it's, it's like right at the start of fall. It's, it's so, oh my gosh. So that's a a run. Yeah. Yeah. And then they have, there's another one. Um, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, are there any on your bucket list, any races or trails that you're really wanting to do? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> so I have many. a long-standing list of races. Yeah, I'll see something and I've I've started to to realize that I really like there are so many great local races um that are put on in different areas and stuff like that, but I really want to race like destination style where it's like oh I've never been to this place and I really want to race here because I it looks beautiful and I've never been. Um, so I really want to do a race in Idaho. There's one called the Palisades. Um, so that's on my list and I've been eyeing it. I mean, I would do all their their photography on their website. (laughs) Yeah. It's (laughs) it's put on by Putt, which is like Palisades ultra trail. Um, but it's like all wildflowers and aspen, like alpine, everything, you know, like, oh, this is, this is exactly down my alley. I need Uh to do this. Um, yeah, I also am intrigued by the rut. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> there are a lot of races that are just, they sound crazy. And so I'm like, oh yeah, I, I want to put myself through that for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So the rut is on there. Um, never summer is on my list. Um, a lot of, I would love to do more racing in Colorado because I just love, I love the big mountains and I'm not fast like I'm not going to be a speedy racer rather in do endurance 
<laughs> um, and see how far I can go and like withstand big climbs and big descents and things like that. Um, I also am very intrigued by the Cirque series. I don't know. Yeah, if you've heard of Utah. Uh huh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but they're like they're opposite of what I would typically ever choose because it's like short and just so steep oh but yeah I'm very intrigued by them <laughs> I was gonna say have you heard of I think Speed I would... Goat 50k yes, yes. yeah that yeah. one could and be so one that... too that's a little crazy with the rocks and the hills yeah yes that that's my that's that's what gets me intrigued is like big climbs big mountains like tough I don't know yeah, I'm never going to run, like, something, like, even when I did uh, Black Canyon, it's it's a downhill speedy, speedy course, like, it's super fast, and I did okay, but it wasn't, it wasn't in my element, which was good for me, but yeah. I typically get excited about stuff like that, where it's going to be, you know, yeah, just big alpine, like, tough climbing, steep stuff with lots of rocks, and that's my stuff. I get, I get excited about it. <laughs> Love it. Yes. I, I am all for yeah. big mountains too. Yeah. Yes. I spent, um, two months camping out of my car in Silverton. Oh in, my gosh. It was July and August. And I just, you know, anything that's going to emulate that kind of like the San Juans, like just really rugged terrain, but absolutely breathtaking. I'm like, yeah, sign me up. I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I'm building out, I'm building out what I think 2021 is going to look like. I'm, I'm not going to race this year. I just don't really, I don't think I have it in me. It's been, it's been like a really tough year and I just yeah. don't want to push it, but I want to build up my base and just enjoy and then, um, and build out 2021 and have something exciting to look forward to for that. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Definitely. Is that where you met, um, Tessa Chesser, did you guys meet? So we, she was from Flagstaff and um, I've known her for a while, just through mutual friends. Um, but we really spent quality time together while we were both in Silverton. So I, she's, I hope she doesn't listen to this because she's <laughs> going to be like, you're ridiculous. But she would even like... Oh, so sorry. Okay. I might have to answer this. Can I? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no problem. Well, oh. All right. So we're back with Bree. And you were mentioning you had met, I think, Tessa Chesser and Silverton. But you guys yes. know each other a while. Yes. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. So we had been like Instagram friends and like through the running community, we had known each other. But even before Silverton, she would, she got my number. She had asked me to run several times and I would just chicken out, like flat out, just oh. chicken out. I was like, she's so fast. She's such a strong runner. She's so cool. I can't hang out with her. I would just get so nervous. So I wouldn't hang out with her because I was, like, you know, like, yeah. she was one of those people that I had followed and known of and just thought she was just the coolest person. Oh yeah. Um, like with all her tattoos uh -huh. and all this stuff. I was like, oh my gosh, I like I want to get to know her, but then yeah. I would totally just bail. I would talk myself out of it. So yeah. I got to hang out with her. I mustered up the courage to hang out with her <laughs> when we were both in Silverton. And 
it was awesome and I had nothing to worry about and she's like so down to earth and honestly like such a good like presence and she's a great empowerer of women so I I, I love yeah. being around her because um, we're both that way and just feed off of you know trying to lift each other up and um, support one another and I'm really sad that she's in Mammoth because oh, she's yeah. too far away but yeah, yeah we just were in the canyon together last weekend so oh awesome um, yeah I got, to, I got to see her and spend some time with her while she was back in the area but yeah, she's one of my favorite people and someone that, you know, you look up to them a lot and then you get to know them and they're even better once you get to know them. So, uh, like, maybe she'll love hearing that part, but she's gonna be like, you're ridiculous for feeling intimidated. Now I know why you would like, text me back for days. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I mean, that's, that's just how, how we get sometimes, I think. Like, I have never been more nervous. I actually ran with Tessa once when she was visiting Utah and I was staying with Amanda yeah. Basham, and I was like, I'm so intimidated yes. by these two. They've done 100-plus mile races. Like, I don't know if I can do this, you know? And, of course, we're on the – oh, yes. and I think Jeff Browning, too, an ultra runner. So we're, like, doing an 18-mile – and it wasn't an out and back, so it's not like it can just turn around, you know? I'm like, okay, yeah. I guess I'm in. But... You're in it. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, 18 miles now yeah, doesn't it's... seem too bad. But you think, like, oh, my gosh, what if I – what if I can't keep up? Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would, even when we were in Silverton, I would say stuff like, oh, I don't know if you want me to come with you. I don't know if I can, like, I can you know, keep up with you. It's like, this is ridiculous. Like, I'm asking you to join me. You shouldn't be worried about it. And there's definitely something there at play. And I think that that happens with, you know, probably anyone, but females so much where we're like yeah. so nervous and talk ourselves out of doing things. And, this ties back to the community too. Like how many times women will like talk themselves out of coming for the first time because they're intimidated yeah. or they see social media and, and they, they aren't sure if it's really going to be what it looks like it is. And I'm like, no, I promise you, like what you see is what you get. When you see the stuff I'm writing in there, like that is, I mean, very raw and very me. And if you don't look at that and say like, oh yeah, she's like burying her soul, you know, sometimes like I'm pretty I'm pretty transparent in there so you've got nothing yeah. to worry about your life's a mess mine too Go hang out. yeah you can relate so, yeah 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 I was gonna ask um what advice you would give your younger self like looking back oh man um I would tell her that she should I think be okay with being uncertain of who she is because she was always kind of trying to fit into what she thought other people wanted her to be and to just know that those pieces that she does hold on to firmly to lean into that and continue to cultivate those, those sides of her because those are the things that are going to progress her as she gets older. And um, also that feeling and being such an empath is not a bad thing. And that as you get older, those are the traits that people are going to, you know, love to learn more about and to champion. And they, they lean into that and they want to be around it more because it's 
transparent and good. Um, yeah, and and that things things come together when you don't think that they they will. <laughs> Everything ends up making sense at some point. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love it. Thank you. I, those yeah. are great words. I think for all of us to remember. Um, I also yeah. wanted to ask, I didn't yeah. really go into what your life looks like outside of running. I know you're in digital marketing, but mm-hmm. you know, kind of like day to day, what are some things that are Getting exciting you? Telegram phone calls. <laughs> yeah. You're very um, important and sought yeah. after. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I recently had a job change. I've been in digital marketing for like six years in various capacities. Um, but I just started with a company, it's called Keep Nature Wild. And so it aligns so much with what we do and, and being uh, people that love to recreate in the outdoors. So they're an apparel company, but they actually, they um, put together cleanups and their mission is that every product they sell, we're picking up a pound of trash. And so I do uh, in the outdoors. And so I do all of their community management and their social media marketing. And I help facilitate their, their entire community of people that go out and, and clean and um, do these cleanups and pick up trash in the outdoors. So I am juggling and wearing a lot of fun hats, but um, that's what I do outside of running. I'm also involved in stuff in the outdoors now, which is really cool. It merged my my passions with my expertise. Um, and I'm trying to find a way where I can merge that with like our trail running communities and things like that and like build out a bigger campaign around like blogging basically. But yeah. Um, it's something that I hold near and dear and I feel like we definitely as outdoor recreators like we're we're connected to the land that we're on and that we're we're seeing and viewing and we find it to be so beautiful and awe-inspiring and so being able to give back in that way and like be involved in something that's promoting taking care of it it's a dream so yeah I I do that and it's a very flexible schedule so I'm kind of like all over the place but um yeah besides that I'm I'm a avid book reader. I've got tons of plants all around me that you just can't see. <laughs> I can see the, one plant you know, over behind you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my little hand yeah. one over there. But uh-huh. um, yeah, so I'm kind of a nerd and somewhat of a homebody. So uh, when I'm not out exploring, I'm like in my little shell, like hanging <laughs> with my plants. <laughs> hanging with your plants and your books. <laughs> and uh-huh. taking care of wild women running. So yeah, yeah I think I, yeah. I, I plug in a lot, you know, like I, I'm involved in a lot of community and, um, I'm super on a lot. So it's nice to be able to come home and just de- decompress and like light my candles and drink some tea and like, okay, I'm yeah. actually a grandma at heart and I'm not <laughs> super extroverted. I'm actually pretty introverted. So yeah, like, I need to just sit here and like, wrap myself in a blanket and like not talk to people for a little bit. <laughs> I know how that feels. Yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah, like working from yeah. home is like, kind I'm... of a dream <laughs> at times. It is. It's give yeah, take yeah. a like, little much. Okay. But... I can. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just yeah. being able to have a little less on time is, is nice because, uh, yeah, I never anticipated, um, you know, whenever you, 
end up being a leader that a lot of people want to talk to you or ask you questions and all of this stuff. I'm like, oh, okay. There's, there's a lot of need or interest and I'm not used to that. So yeah. <laughs> trying to balance that can be interesting. Right. And managing <laughs> your energy, I think, as a, an empath probably can be, you know, something to prioritize. So, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, I'm going to sit on my pillows and do some meditating. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 Um, it's, yeah. It's good. Challenge us. Good. I'm curious, what's, um, what's an item on your bookshelf or what is a book on your bookshelf Ooh. right now? Oh, that I'm going to read or that I have read? One that you've read that you'd recommend to anyone listening. Mm. Yeah. So one that I read that I ended up telling so many, I have two, I have a lot. I okay. So okay. Much. Give it's us like, like two or three. I'm going to be Barnes and Noble here, but no. Okay. <laughs> um, so running home by Katie Arnold. Um, it's a memoir. And I don't know if you know who Katie Arnold is. Yeah. Um, She's an, an ultra runner and she wrote her memoir about losing her father and um, her process of dealing with grief while training to win Leadville. <laughs> and wow. her writing style, like her, her way of writing is amazing. I couldn't put it down. And uh, because I went through something really traumatic and like had a lot of grief, her way of expressing her process and how raw and vulnerable and beautifully she explained it. Oh my gosh. I, I ended up finishing it. I was like, all of my friends have to read this. If you are into trail running or not, it doesn't matter, but obviously it resonates more because we're, we're female runners. But, um, I just, I left that book and was like, Whoa, I, I, I'm so, I feel very seen and validated and it was really, really good. So that's one. And then anything by Brene Brown. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm such a, yeah. Are I you into her probably podcast? Tells more about me than anything. Oh yeah. Anything yeah. like Glennon, Glennon Doyle, her new uh -huh. book Untamed. Oh my gosh. Yeah. If anybody hasn't read that, I had a few friends that were like, I don't know. It's like so hyped up and maybe I won't read it. And I was like, no, you need to read it. It is powerful. It is moving. It makes you think about things differently. It's incredible. So, um, those are two. And then I really like true crime. So right now I'm reading one about um, like a, a murder and a family. So <laughs> it's two very different ends. <laughs> yeah, you got to balance them out. <laughs> cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's all the psychology of it. So it's yeah. like, okay, I'll feed into my own psychology and like wellness. And then I'm like, I want to read about the psychology of people that do like really awful things. I don't know. <laughs> But yeah. those are my two top suggestions. Okay. <laughs> I got to read Running Home for sure. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. So our final question. Oh, it is. Oh, it is so yeah. good. It's really good. Awesome. Um, yes. Yes, yes. Adding that one. And I'm going to make sure we hit these in the, we're writing these in the show notes for listeners. Um, what does being a strong runner chick mean or look like to you? Man, so I, I saw this question and I really like sat 
and thought about it because my brain goes in two directions. So obviously there's physically strong and um, that means that I can move my body and do it for a long period of time or move it up mountains and fuel it. And it's, it's, it's a firm body and it's strong and capable. And um, I feel empowerment through movement. And the other side of feeling strong is I'm capable of being vulnerable. I'm capable of showing people authentically who I am and step, stepping into a spot where I'm like, okay, if I want other people to do this, I have to lead by example. And so I'm going to share parts of myself and um, parts of my story that maybe it's a little scary or, you know, I guess this is a Brene thing, but like being relentlessly vulnerable and building those bridges. And if what I really want is connection, I'm going to be that person. And that feels strong to me. And even when you don't feel strong and you actually are struggling, there is strength in being able to voice that and share it and um, allow other people to know that they're not alone and that if they're feeling those things, that that is okay. So those are the two prongs of what I think strong and being, being strong is. Um, and I always lean more towards the emotional side. So, yeah. Yeah. You summed that up so beautifully. Thank you for, um, for sharing that. Thank you. Um, yeah. Thanks again for being on, um, Brie. It was great to chat with you. I wanted to just see if there's anyone you want to give a shout out to or um, anything for our listeners to look out for from you and Wild Women Running. Oh man. Uh, first off, thank you. This is such a pleasure. And like I said, I just love what you're doing and the space that you're creating and allowing other women to connect. And I just, I think it's so great. Um, and man, shout outs. I, I don't even know, like my whole community. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah. and also like when I'm, when I'm thinking about things and, and obviously wanting to uplift other women. I think of looking at other resources and ways to stay connected with women that are not always in our own, you know, in our own spaces and that have different experiences from us. And we just celebrated Indigenous Peoples Day. So I would highly suggest and empower anyone listening to go and look up like Native Women Running and um, diverse run and just different uh, Instagram accounts and women that are doing amazing things and have really incredible stories and experiences that are probably different than our own. Um, that's probably what my takeaway yeah, is. Yeah. I just, I feel like I'm constantly inspired by women that have different lives and experiences and stories than I do. And um I gained so much insight and like respect and just deepen, you know, even my connection to the land and the people around me from listening to their stories. So that's probably my, my suggestion. <laughs> Thank you for mentioning that. Um, yes, those are diverse. We run, we've had Carolyn, Carolyn's been on so many podcasts lately. Yes. So go give one a listen. She's amazing. Yes. And then, um, Native women running, I believe we're going to have mm -hmm. someone from there on the podcast. And um, well, I, I cannot wait awesome. to listen. So, yeah. Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah. Thank you again, Brie. And uh, so definitely check out Brie at Brie with a view on Instagram and then wild women running. And I can't wait to visit. I actually haven't been to your new website. I just saw the announcement. I'm like, I got to go check it out. Yes. So yay. Can't yeah, wait. It's, it's yeah. small but mighty right now. There's not a ton on there, but there's more coming. So I love it. Yes, it will, <laughs> it will be great. And I actually have a story coming from a woman who is like she's Native American and she's telling her story of like her connection to the land through running and photography. I'm so ex- I'm so excited to oh, put that out there. So yes, that's yes. a be on the lookout too. Yeah. Okay, absolutely. All right, Bree. <laughs> well, have a wonderful rest of your day and strong runner chicks. Thanks for Thank tuning you. in. Thanks for listening to the Strong Runner Chicks Radio. Do us a favor and leave a review in iTunes to help spread awareness and foster the SRC community. Additionally, make sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Strong Run Chicks.